0: This week's sponsor is Kay Garcia Productions, your headshot destination. Located in the historic city of Fall River, Massachusetts, it's more than a headshot, it's a royal experience. Definitely check out Kay Garcia Productions on Instagram and TikTok. If you're new here, join us on Instagram at Crowning Moment Podcast. Join us every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern for a new episode on Crowning Moment Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Crowning Moment Podcast. Thank you for joining us today, and we have another special guest, and she's going to introduce herself.
1: Hi everyone, I am Kelsey Garcia witzkel founder and photographer at K Garcia Productions.
0: Awesome. Well, Kelsey, I want to just jump in and tell the viewers kind of how we met each other. We've been social media buddies for almost a year now, kind of from the start of the podcast. We had Filmed an episode a really, really, really long time ago, and since then, we just have had so many changes. I'm glad that we can finally sit down and re-record this episode, because this is one that I think is going to be very entertaining for those listening. Um, for those who may not have seen my social media or are just now checking out Cryning podcast, I recently was at Miss America, and Kelsey and I got to meet each other for the first time in person. Through that whole weekend, it was so amazing just having Kelsey there because if she knew someone, she was introduced to me and if I knew someone, I was introducing her. So it was such a great experience to be able to network with each other and just kind of build our friendship from there. We spent a lot of time together from being at the pageant to the after parties. It was a really great time and I'm just so glad that we finally have been able to bond our friendship in person and now being able to come on and share this with you guys and kind of tell you guys a little bit more about what Kelsey does and what she has going on in the rest of her life outside of pageant world and pageant world. And I want Kelsey to tell you a little bit more about what Kay Garcia production is and kind of how we got connected with that through the podcast.
1: So Kay Garcia productions is a photography company that specifically focuses on pageant queens. We are your headshot destination located in the historic city of Fall River, Massachusetts. You may know it from Lizzie Borden or how beautiful our waterfront is, our textile history. There's so much going on here in Fall River. Amazing. Well, Kelsey, I want to talk a little
0: bit more about, you know, what you do when it comes to these pageants. I know you do a lot of headshots. You work with a lot of different pageant groups, but one in particular, I want to go ahead and point out, which I think will be very interesting to listeners and everyone joining in today on all podcasting platforms and even on YouTube. I want you to tell them a little bit about what it's like from a photographer's point of view at these large pageants. You had a press pass for Miss America, and I want you to tell them, you know, What is that like for you being able to shoot the girls and kind of see the entire background of the Miss America or big organizations?
1: It was absolutely insane. I sponsor so many local Miss America organizations, um, Miss Fall River, obviously, uh, as well as other South Coast Massachusetts locals. And to then go to the national um, competition was absolutely insane. There were so many people there. Everyone was insanely talented. Every single woman that stepped on that stage, I was like, this is it. This is the winner. And then the next one came. I was like, no, no, no. It's this one. Um, So it was insanely cool. I was getting followers and DMs thanking me for my photos. And every woman was just so appreciative. And they were just the kindest people. They truly
0: were. And that, like you said, the talent this year at Miss America was incredible like you said one person came on you're like this is going to be the next miss america and then the next girl would come on stage you know it, it was just so impressive to see how hard they worked to get there and then still just the amazing talent that showed up to miss america this year was like no other and with your pictures like you mentioned for those who have listened to my other podcast or seen what i had posted for miss america week all the pictures i had used were from kelsey and they were amazing pictures and i'm just so glad that we were able to share this with each other because they were just such great quality and to be you know at miss america with you taking them live was amazing and i can see you working so hard at the pageant it was amazing but i know that you have a very exciting pageant coming up in just a few short weeks that you're going to as a press pass as well. Tell the listeners a
1: little bit about that. So about last week or two weeks ago, I got an email saying my press pass was approved for the Miss Universe pageant uh, in New Orleans. I am so excited. I was supposed to be there for a pageant a few months ago and was not able to. So I'm really excited to visit the city for the first time. I am really excited to try food in New Orleans. I hear that it's amazing. So if anyone wants to DM me with a re- recommendation, let me know. It's going to be so many
0: people obviously coming to the U.S. for the Miss Universe competition. And I think this year is going to be something everyone's going to be shocked by. They have new organization ownership and all sorts of stuff coming for Miss universe as a whole, but I want to get more into a little bit about what you do and kind of what your options are behind the scenes. So like you said, you are a photographer in the pageant world. What is something that if a girl is looking for headshots, what are some deals that you have for them or packages to kind of simply explain to them what you have to offer?
1: So I actually have uh, three and then some packages. Everything is booked online on kgarciaproductions.com. Um, I have the princess through queen, so it's the princess, I mean the duchess through queen, the duchess, princess, and queen options, um, which gets you one, three, or five outfits. In addition to that, I also have a royal court session, so if you wanted to come to me with your friends, you can book more than one person through that, as well as the queen of whatever season it is, which is our outdoor on location shoots, um, which could even be used as an engagement session or or anything like that. One of my favorite pictures that you had
0: done recently was one of those outdoor shoots with the North America girls. A few months back, this has been a little bit, it was such a really cool photo shoot. I love when they do the outdoor photos and, you know, you never know what kind of day it's going to look like, if it's going to rain or it's going to be, you know, kind of messy. So I really appreciated just like seeing all of these different photos that you have for those out there. But I want to talk about, you know, from a photographer's view of going into all these different pageants, headshots and stuff, what do you think has been like your favorite transition for pageant headshots since you've been a part of the pageant world?
1: So, I mean, my biggest thing is how much I've grown personally. There's definitely been a lot of trends that have have happened. I have noticed a lot more gloves in photos recently, which I love. Um, But starting with when I started, I was working with ring lights and then moving forward with lighting, moving forward with different backdrops, uh, different types of reflectors, just learning and growing. And I am often looking back at my photos from queens who I've worked with when they were little itty-bitty teens to, to now. And I'm just like, wow, Like, look at how much you and I have grown in this photo because of my lighting, um, the, the different uh, settings I was using on my camera, and just how much I'm learning and growing and how much they're growing as a queen.
0: So, you know, talking about your growth and stuff, one of the things that I had actually seen a few months ago, I was scrolling through my TikTok and you were doing lives while editing some of your photos and doing things like that. Tell the listeners a little bit about, you know, your social media and kind of how that's blossomed over the past year since I've been able to connect with
1: you. So right at the beginning, beginning, I mean, a little bit before the pandemic, my sister is a teacher. She works in high schools and middle schools. Um, And she was like, Hey, if you want to do senior portraits, you got to get on TikTok. Like that's where, that's where the youth is. And that's where you got to be. So I was like, all right, like, yeah, I'll try it out. I posted like two videos. I got like seven followers. I was like, wow, this is amazing. I love it so much. Um, And then I posted a milk bath photo shoot. And all of a sudden I had 200 followers. And I was like, oh my gosh, 200, I'm famous. This is it. I've made it. Um, and then I posted more and more. And all of a sudden I had 100,000 followers. Um, the pandemic definitely um, took a took a turn with that just because so many more people were home. So many more people were hopping on uh, TikTok. I spent a lot of the pandemic on, on there. I even um, worked with FaceTime photo shoots which were pretty interesting. So you're like telling the model like how to pose and how to hold the camera and you're taking the photo through the FaceTime app um, and then editing it and sending it back to them. That was really fun. I got to do one with um, Emma Loney, who is an amazing queen, love her so much, as well as other influencers like outside of the pageant world.
0: That is such a cool thing. I had actually never heard of that. So tell us a little bit more about that. So how what is the setup like that for? And I think you said like you're, you know, showing them how to pose. Like what are some, I guess, tips you were giving them to get that perfect look through a FaceTime
1: call? <laughs> um, so it's not something that I would probably do anymore. It was one of those things to <laughs> to spark some creativity during the pandemic because I have never been at a loss of photos to edit. I am definitely always doing a photo shoot. So not having photos to edit was, was killing me. And I definitely wanted something to to do. So I arranged those and it was a lot of like making eye contact with the camera or not making eye contact with the camera, if that was the shot we were looking for, but how to position your head and your neck and where to place your hands. Um, I definitely really enjoyed that because it was one of those things where in person, I can be like, oh, do you mind if I I move your hair for you? And it it was a lot more like, hi, I need you to to move that hair. You've got one strand still. Um, It was very hard to like figure out how to really use your words and only your words to um, create the image. That is amazing. And I feel like a
0: lot of patience probably came in at that time, especially, you know, like I have this one hair right here that I kept staring at. And once you said, you have that one hair, I was like, oh, I have that one hair that you're talking about. <laughs> but no, that truly is one of those things that, you know, just coming in as the model or the person getting their headshots done, you've never have to think about because you're so used to the photographer or whoever's shooting the picture being able to look at you and know exactly where your face needs to go where your hands are doing what your hair has got going on and so that's amazing so with your photo
1: sessions do you have hair and makeup available or do you do hair and makeup for your photo sessions we are working on getting hair and makeup on staff right now. I work with several local hair and makeup artists in the area. Many of them will travel to my studio if it is booked that way, where you'll then just arrive like an hour earlier. Um, but I do have a few people locally that I, I recommend, and um, you'll be able to get that list on my website very soon.
0: I wanted to ask a little bit more about, you have a blog that you write. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about what they can find on that blog and if there's any sort of educational information that they can use for themselves?
1: So on kgarciaproductions.com, there is a blog where I am highlighting different pageants that I work with, which is a really great resource if you want to compete in a pageant and you're not sure what's, what's good for you. I'll talk a little bit more about the pageant, um, what their age requirements are, the different areas of competition, as well as completing lists of different talent ideas, um, different lists of questions you might be asked in an interview, um, just to really help you prepare for your next pageant. Cool. Kelsey, I have a question for you, because I don't
0: think I've ever asked you this. Have you ever competed in pageants, or was this just a random hobby that you came into? (laughs)
1: I uh, was Miss Rhode Island International in 2018, which was so much fun. Um, I was in Rhode Island for a while. Now I'm in Massachusetts. We're border states. We're small states. We're sharing the love. Um, It was such a great time. And I just thought that that pageant was so unique because the Miss International system, uh, the owner, Mary, um, really focused on tourism wherever her pageant was. And I love tourism. I love focusing on the tourism of Fall River. So I really, really enjoyed that that was one of her motivations for hosting the pageant where it was hosted.
0: I remember when we did our first episode, we talked a lot about that tourism aspect and you gave me a lot of good info (laughs) that I never really realized when thinking about tourism and how it can affect the economy around you. And I want to talk about that again, because that's just something you never expect. And with you being in Massachusetts, has it been difficult to be In that one location or is it easy for you to you know use your resources around you be able
1: to travel these other pageants? So I mean New England compared to the rest of the country obviously does not have as many pageants but we are quite a small um, we're all the small states so I am often in Connecticut in New Hampshire in Massachusetts Rhode Island moving around to all these pageants and nothing's really more than like a three four hour drive so it's not terrible Um, I have flown out for a lot of pageants. I've been in Florida for some, um, as well as obviously flying to New Orleans this month. That's so exciting. What pageant do you think has been your
0: favorite one to go to and shoot photos for? (sighs)
1: That is such a tough question. (laughs) There's, I mean, I enjoy every pageant where I know contestants. Um, I love watching them compete. Um, as well as whenever you're photographing it and you don't know a contestant, you, you pick a favorite, um, not necessarily for anything other than you're like, wow, this girl is doing amazing. Um, I remember the first pageant that I was photographing. I didn't know anyone. It was a local Miss America competition. Um, I believe it was like Miss Somerset. (laughs) I don't even think that they have that as a local anymore in Massachusetts. Um, but it was absolutely insane. And I fell in love with it from there um I remember the girl I was like photographing I was like that this is it this is the one and I was photographing everyone but every time she came on stage I was just wowed by her and she ended up getting that crown that is amazing and I wanted to know that just because I
0: know that you've had a lot of experience with going to these different systems and being able to work with so many different girls out of all of the girls you've ever shot I know this makes people a little jealous sometimes when you say this who do you think has been just your favorite to work with and just being able to photograph this person
1: I do not have one particular favorite, but there's definitely certain people that when I work with, I know that it's going to be magical. Um, I don't want to call out too many names because there are some competing soon in pageants that I sponsor that I don't want anything to (laughs) to, to, to come out like the wrong way. But there is this one young lady that every time we create photos together, I'm just blown away. And I think it's the most amazing shoot I've done, um, in quite some time. Um, I also love working with a former Miss Fall River, um, Olivia Marks, who is now the executive director of Miss Fall River. Every time we work together, absolute magic. Um, but there's definitely concepts I like more than just like people. Um, anytime I get to work with an airplane, I, I love it. I love photographing a a queen in an airplane.
0: That is so funny. You've mentioned to me that like same scenario before. Like if there's a plane involved, I'm ten out of ten. I'm there. And when (laughs) I had done my interview with Sam Anderson or Sam Anderson, who was Miss United States, she talked about because she was a pilot and she was like, "I my favorite photo shoots were always with a plane." She's like, "I enjoyed doing different, you know, like educational programs with students, explaining you know how it is to be a pilot, what it's like, you know, what is flight school, what does that look like, what is the curriculum for it." It's funny you said that because all of her pictures that I have absolutely loved the most always had a picture of her either in the plane or like looking like she's flying it, but it's definitely on the ground, like just really cool shoot that that comes out with. And so that's, I really like that you added that in there, but going forward with a little bit more of the the photographing side of things, when it comes to a pageant headshot, I want to ask this just for our listeners out there what is your favorite kind of outfit to photo in? Do you like a specific, like a top or a dress? And like, what is your favorite thing to photo shoot?
1: I love a beautiful neckline more than anything. Um, but I think it's also important to keep in mind what your parameters of your headshot are. Um, I love hands in your photo shoot. Not every organization allows you to put hands in your photo shoot. Um, this past uh pageant that I've done the most headshots for was Miss Massachusetts USA. They did something very unique this year. It's not like just a regular headshot. It is actually like a three quarters body shot. It's like hip hop. And um, an interesting neckline might not be the best dress for that. But like those were some of the coolest headshots I've done. They got so much more personality. Uh, Clemente organization. That was such a cool thing that y'all did. And I loved it.
0: I'm glad that you said the parameters of like kind of what your system wants. That is so important. When I had got like my first set of headshots ever done, my first fancy headshots, I had gone to a lady in Charleston, South Carolina, and we like in the requirements that said for this national pageant, it had to be natural lighting, no editing. You couldn't retouch it all. It had to be all lighting. And so when the lady was shooting it, she opened your back door and we never had gone to a photo shoot before. So we didn't know what to expect. And and so she said, okay, stand on this board and it looks like tinfoil over a table but you know i'm talking about it's one of those Mm -hmm. like the reflectors and so you know i'm standing there hands on my face and like we're doing all the different poses but that natural lighting when i got those photos back it was the most beautiful thing i had ever seen but not knowing because i had never gone and gotten professional headshots before that was just beautiful so what are some tips that you have like for those you know even if you're taking an iphone photo just for your instagram what is a good way kind of lighting wise or what's like the best time today to do photos like that
1: So golden hour, which is about an hour before sunset is obviously the best time of day for that beautiful golden look. Um, There are obviously certain exceptions there because it is disgusting raining cloudy out today. Golden hour is not gonna exist today. Um, (laughs) So it's important to keep an eye on your weather. Uh, Your iPhone actually tells you what time the sunset is. So that's really great to keep in in mind. Um, As well as so many people think that like, On the average, your beautiful sunny day is going to get you like the best lighting. Um, Overcast is actually pretty good if you're like doing like a pretty general portrait. Um, It's going to not have as many like shadows on your face and stuff, which is really cool. Um, I also always look out for shadowy areas if we're doing like a senior portrait session, especially in the middle of the day when it's not golden hour, because you don't want to be in the sunlight. You really don't want direct sunlight.
0: That is great. I'm glad that you could throw these little tidbits in there for those that are listening that who may don't know how to take their own photos or never have gotten professional photos done. So it really can just help them up their game on their Instagram or their Facebook (laughs) or are posting or even if they need a new LinkedIn headshot. Kelsey had done some great photos for me at the Miss America competition. We had just, you know, grabbed an open window in the hallway where the pageant was in the convention center right down the right down the hall. And we had these really cool in the window photos and they're amazing. You can check those out on my Instagram as well. That's definitely going to be my new LinkedIn headshot because it is just perfect. It was just such a great photo. So I really want to thank you for that because I never expected it when you texted me and said, Hey, let's grab a photo shoot. I was like, really? Like a photo shoot here? Like, are we going to take it right now? And you're like, yeah, why not? And I was just like, Oh my goodness. And then a lot of the photos that you had grabbed me while I was actually speaking for the Empower Academy were amazing. Like I was just, there's one where I'm looking and I'm talking to the girls that were in front of me asking them, you know, what state are you from? Who are you? What's going on? And you snap this really good picture where it's just, you can tell the light. In your I was just excited to be there and you captured all of that in one photo. So I really appreciate that. But I want to ask you a few more questions before we log off on today's podcast, but I want to ask you some more kind of get to know you questions. Since you're from the Massachusetts area, what is your favorite thing to do in the north north or new england region
1: oh we have some of the most beautiful beaches i love cape cod newport um there it's just such a beautiful area to be outside especially in the summertime getting ice cream or our local dell's lemonade i love it i love the summer here
0: Oh, that's so fun! I have not really ever been. I've been to New York. I've been, now been to Connecticut. I've flown through Pennsylvania, but I've never really gotten to experience the whole New England area. But if for someone that's coming into that area, what is one key place you think that they just have to try out, no matter what state it's in?
1: Um, one key place. I'm not really sure. I mean, I think that one thing specific to my area is the Portuguese food. Um here we're in Fall River. Fall River is uniquely located between so many different um tourist destinations. We're about an hour from Boston, uh less than an hour from Providence, uh Cape Cod, Newport, Rhode Island. We are right in the center of all of it. So if you come to visit me, you will not be bored. There's so much to do around us. Um and in Fall River and then New Bedford, which is like the sister city um, here on the South Coast region of Massachusetts. We have some of the best Portuguese food, such a large Portuguese population, and one of the largest Portuguese feasts in the world is actually in New Bedford.
0: Wow. I had no idea. So now everybody's not only getting whole photography and pageant talk, they're getting a whole history lesson. (laughs) Love that. That is so awesome. But before we log off and ask our final question, I want you to tell everyone ways that they can contact you, how they can get in touch about doing photos or even having you come
1: do photos at their pageant. Awesome. Thank you. Um, So all of my information is on my website, kgarciaproductions.com. You can also follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest at kgarciaprod. Booking your headshot, super easy to book, kgarciaproductions.com. And then if you go on the website, we've got like your onstage uh, (laughs) pageant photos and you can book me for your pageant right then and there. Um, on that website as well all the same booking site it's a great time amazing and for those who may not have caught it quick
0: enough it will also be in the caption of the youtube video and on the podcast episode and on my instagram so make sure to check that and we'll be tagged in collaboration with kelsey so you can automatically grab her instagram right off of that on my social media at crowning moment podcast but we finally come to the last question of the podcast and i like to ask everyone the same final question are you ready I'm ready. (laughs) All right. In what way has
1: pageants positively impacted you? Pageants has positively impacted me in so many ways. I met some really amazing friends when competing and now pageants are my livelihood. Uh, It is how I make a living. Um, I get to meet so many amazing people. I met you through pageants. Like, How amazing is that? Um, I don't think that there is anything that negative to say about pageantry in general. It is absolutely amazing. I think everyone should try a pageant at least once.
0: I love that. And I 100% agree with you. It definitely can do a lot of different things for you. Open doors that you would have never expected. Meet new people like Kelsey and I have met through this way. And it really does change your life in more ways than one. But you know, guys, you never know what happens in the future. So I guess you'll have to check out next week on another episode of The Crowning Moment. Bye, guys. Bye. Want to learn more about Crowning Moment Podcast? Check us out on Instagram at Crowning Moment Podcast and check us out every Monday at 5 p.m. for our latest episode.